Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewRP. And joining me once again is League Freak. You can find me on Twitter at League Freak. How are you, mate? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been hours since our last podcast and we're doing a late night episode now. I, uh, I watched Avengers Endgame earlier and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's the greatest movie ever. So, and, yeah. and the guy dies in the end. Who? What? <laughs> no, I don't give spoilers. I hate spoilers. So I don't give any spoilers out, but it, it is just the best movie. I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah. And while you were doing that, I was working on um, completions data in the NRL. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sure that was probably just as exciting. You could tell which, which one of us two women would be mad keen to be spending time with. <laughs> I don't know. You were working on completions all day. That's right. <laughs> I was watching a comic book video. <laughs> yeah, yours you can do with someone else. That's the difference. Yeah, I guess that's true. Now, um, I could almost make a segue there about sharing. Yeah, do it. Yeah, well, you know. Something that um, needs to be shared around is the NRL Grand Final. As the uh, Homebush Stadium is due for a, an upgrade soon, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, they're going to... Well, basically, the idea is that they're going to... After next year's Origin Series, they're going to tear down the stadium at Homebush where we play the NRL Grand Final. And they're going to move the Grand Final to the SCG. And the idea was that by the time that... that they would play, I think, one or two grand finals there, and then they were going to move to the newly built Sydney Football Stadium, which is right next door to the SCG. But the problem is that they just sacked, the New South Wales government basically just sacked the company that was going to rebuild the Sydney Football Stadium. So now that has been put, you know, in jeopardy. And there's the possibility that we might see one grand final played outside of Sydney. So we thought we'd do a, a whole podcast about what could happen there, you know, why it'd be a good idea, why it'd be a bad idea, all sorts of things. So, and look at some of the possibilities as well. All righty. Well, I'm just looking at an article here on the 2GB website, and it says. Mm-hmm. On Friday, Lendlease pulled a pin on its contract to build the new Sydney football stadium at Moore Park, saying it couldn't stick to the $729 million budget. Yeah, well, like, the way I've seen it framed all week was that the New South Wales government was the one that pulled the pin because Lendlease said they couldn't do it under budget. It's weird because... I think they should just build an almost exact replica of what they've got there at Parramatta Stadium, which would cost less than that. And it would be the right size stadium for what you need at the Sydney Football Stadium. Um, You know, put something different on the outside of it, make it look a little bit different from the outside. But I don't understand why they don't just do that personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a debacle. It is, yeah. It is. Right. It, the The worst part of it is that, like, they, this stadium at the SFS has always been a bit weird because you had a lot of high-profile people pushing the barrow for it. It, it. Like, the teams that use it 
just don't get it to capacity hardly at all. They could both, all of them could use like a 30,000 seat stadium and, and really make use of that much more than say a 50 or a, even a 45,000 seat stadium. And the stupid thing is that while all this is going on, Sydney's like greater Sydney's main stadium at ANZ stadium has kind of been pushed into the background a little bit. And really that should be the jewel in the crown of all of the stadium upgrades. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think a Sydney needs a stadium that is um, comparative in size as far as capacity goes to the MCG. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that place holds what, 109,000. I, yeah, I know. I, think, I know it seems excessive, but I think they need something like that. I think too many of the grounds in in Sydney are sitting around that forty thousand mark as a maximum. You need mm-hmm. one massive marquee venue for you know whatever massive event's going to come to Sydney, be it sport or you know music events or whatever else. Yeah, I've I've always thought that if they and they've needed to you know tear down the the stadium at Homebush and rebuild it as a rectangle. And they're doing that this time, which is good. But uh, I've always felt like probably about 90,000 is what you'd probably look for in Sydney. I think yeah. that would get the job done. Yep. Um, and even if it was something that you could close down, not so much sections. Like, I mean, I've seen people saying, oh, you could have like curtains and stuff. I think curtains and stuff like that's ridiculous. But, you know, you, th- there's all sorts of crazy stadium upgrades around the world that, I think that Sydney should have looked at and and really taken on board because like some of the stuff that I I always look at the Dallas Cowboys stadium as an example of what you can do if you basically say money's no object, you know, they've got a field that they wheel in and out so that it's got sunshine. They can open up parts of the stadium to the outside. They've got a, a, uh, a television that's above the, that's above the uh, playing surface that goes the entire length of the playing surface. Like it's ridiculous. And I think Sydney should have been aiming for something ridiculous like that, but instead they're sort of hedging their bets with different stadiums and things. And, you know, I think the SFS is the real problem. I don't think they have any idea what they really want to do there. Well, if, I think what they should do is just bung another 45,000 seat stadium out there. Mm-hmm. Um, make it similar to to Bankwest Stadium, put that yeah. out there, and then put us put a stadium out at Homebush, which has, I'd say, at least one hundred thousand and twenty five seats in it. <laughs> Why one thousand one hundred thousand and twenty five? Because the MCG has one hundred thousand and twenty four. Oh, that's beautiful! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that way you can play the biggest shit act on Victoria and they're going to sit there and go, how do we get an extra seat in this stadium? It's already chockers. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Or just and like... Um, every AFL yeah, grand final would have 100,024 people in there and the NRL one would just have one more. Well, I've, <laughs> and I've said this to you before, I always feel like when we had the massive um, capacity at, at capacity at Homebush... And the NRL Grand Final, I think it was, got the the world record. And I always feel like the rugby union types, and, and they ended up getting the world record for um, a Bledisloe Cup game, I believe it was. And you just know that they let someone tick off a couple of times here and there as they come into the stadium because the crowd wasn't any bigger, let me tell you. No. So that that's what I'd be going for. Yeah, 100,000 like and 25 seats. 
get a bit of shit in your eye, New South Wales government. Go for it. Do it. Why not? So I guess this opens up the question. If we can't have the grand final at the Sydney Football Stadium because it probably Mm -hmm. won't be built and Homebush because it'll be getting built Mm-hmm. Um and the SCG, well, it's just going to be died or watch a grand final at anyway. Ugh, so bad. Um, where do we play it at? Well, we've got some choices. I've written some choices down here. All right, and we'll, we'll go through them one by one. Okay. Okay. Sounds so good. the the first one's the obvious one: Brisbane Suncorp Stadium. Um, they really, really would love a grand final up there. I know that the government would pay a lot of money to get a grand final up there. The Super League grand final was played not out of Suncorp Stadium, but out of QE2 Stadium. Um, But no one really gave a shit. And yeah, they they would love to have it up there. The weird thing is that I've heard a lot of uh, former Broncos players say that one of the special things that they liked about having to come to Sydney and play finals football in Sydney was that it It felt like finals football to them. It felt like the, the journey that you made was to Sydney. It was part of the the special pilgrimage for the, you know, semifinals and grand final. Yep. And so I wonder if that would take something away from it for Queenslanders having the game there. I think they'd love to get the game up there, but I wonder if they would, when it happens, if they'd feel like it wasn't really the grand final. One one concern I've got about having at Suncorp is mm. they they had Magic Weekend up there this year and they didn't yeah. get a full stadium for any of those three days. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I th- I think the grand final almost anywhere is going to get a big crowd though, unless you get two weird teams like say you got um yeah. What if you get two Sydney teams in there? And that's mm. a very real possibility this year. You could end up with. Um, could be Melbourne and the Roosters. It could be um, Roosters and South. It could be Canberra in there as well. I mean, they're the top four teams. Well, say it was somebody that I feel like the likes of Brisbane wouldn't warm to. So say you you had the Sharks playing. Let's say the Sharks playing the Panthers. Panthers aren't a big draw, and you know they're not one of those teams that really draws anyone to them except their own fans. Mm. Um. You could see where that might not get a capacity at at Suncorp for a grand final. That's right, and that's the big concern you got. And yeah, I think I think we touched on before about the fact that you know having the having the grand final in Sydney for a lot of the Queenslanders was kind of it just felt like finals footy. It's yeah, the the same thing that they get over in England with the the Challenge Cup. You know, the road to Wembley. It's it's that sort of feel because it's been it's just been that way for so long. It just it's just normal. That's what you expect. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think the I think the Queensland fans are a little bit more fickle than the Sydney ones because they've only got you know really one team in Brisbane to support, and that's the one who they go for. Whereas in Sydney, you've got that whole population, and you know, was it eight or nine teams to follow? So they're a bit more diverse and a bit more open-minded to following other teams, I guess. Yeah, I guess we take for granted in Sydney that culture of, you know, having so many different teams here and so many different supporter bases that it's, you know, there's a lot of people that go to the grand final if their team's not in it. Um, And you just get used to that. 
So, yeah, I, I haven't really thought of that. But, you know, I mean, I think it would work in Brisbane. I don't think there's any doubt that it would work in Brisbane. But, know, yeah. It would yeah, work there, no doubt. Um, yeah. It's just it's that weird dynamic. If it's two teams that Queenslanders don't like in there, mm. it's just it's hard to know how it'll work. I suppose the other problem you've got to there too is um, is there enough bloody hotels in the area? Yeah, that's a good point. I know when I stayed in Brisbane, I stayed at the Stanford Plaza, which I know is the pretty, one. pretty nice on. Yeah, yeah only that, the best for free. That that's about nine stars, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I thought I'd slum it. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, though, it's interesting because I remember when with the grand final and when they were expanding the the ARL and NRL and all that, and they would always say, well, what would happen if Brisbane played Melbourne in Sydney, no one would turn up to it, and the stadium was packed. Like, And and they'd say, oh, Sydney won't watch it on TV, and it got record ratings. So, uh, you know, I think something similar could very well happen in Brisbane if if it went down that road. Absolutely. Uh, So what's the next cub off the rank? Well, the next one, I think... In terms of, because I've got them listed in terms of most likely, okay? Mm-hmm. I think the next one most likely is the MCG in Melbourne um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that the Victorian government would pay through the nose to get the NRL grand final down there. Yes, they um, would. I, th- I think it would get a huge crowd no matter who was playing in it. Yep. Um, they'd probably be eyeing off the biggest crowd ever to a grand final if they could. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they could get that with the current capacity of the MCG, but I think they'd try everything they could to do it. And I think that they would put in a lot of effort to make sure that it felt like a proper grand final as well. And I feel like they would do a really good job of it personally. Yeah. Rugby rugby league at the MCG has, um, it's, it's, re- it's always done reasonably, reasonably well there. So I see no reason why it wouldn't work. Um, the only the only problem is going to be the fact that the NRL and AFL Grand Finals tend to be on the same weekend, and yeah, the no, AFL the AFL mob would have a massive sook. Oh, the mm-hmm. rugby league players have ripped up the ground. It's not going to be ready in time. And yeah, I wonder. Like that. I wonder if we would see if the NRL went down that road and went to the MCG. If they would put the grand the NRL grand final on a week later, um, just to you know, well, just to get the final word, I guess <laughs> that that leads to another issue because I believe that the week later is when the MCG says that's the cricket season. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if oh, so yeah, because the NRL yeah. would probably have to start a week early so that they could play the grand final the week before the AFL grand final. And I, I wouldn't like that. I think that that would be crap. Imagine how much that would show up the AFL Grand Final, though. Yeah, NRL Grand Final week. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's just... I, I feel as though you'd want to be the following week, personally. But that's yeah. that's me. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, too. I just don't know if there's that level of flexibility there. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, that's the only, Next. That's the only um, stalling point on that one. Okay. Next one? Yep. 
Optus Stadium in Perth. They did a really good job with the the state of origin. You didn't hear any complaints at all from anybody. None of the teams complained. No one that went complained. Um, the journos complained about the flights, but that was about it. Well, they're sucks. Um, yeah, and they're, you know, they're scumbags. Um, oh, I don't like flying. It's too hard. <laughs> you know, oh, the sorry. other thing about having Perth is that we would have an afternoon grand final once again, which would be interesting. Um, and I think it would work. I don't think it would be too bad. I think that we saw with the state of origin that, it, you know, they could get the job done. This is this is the one I like the most, to be honest. I really? think the Perth one is, is a brilliant idea because you could tie it in with a an announcement. Oh, you have to. 2021 or 2020, whatever it is, they just say, right, we have, we have decided that we are going to bring in a Perth team. So Perth, come along to the NRL Grand Final, celebrate the fact that you've got rugby league coming to your city. And they should be selling, like, the jerseys for the team. They should be selling, you know, the um, season tickets, the, the all of the packages, everything, yeah. hats, you know, Merch everything should out. be. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it has to. It has to. They yep. should have done it for Origin this year. They should have. And here's an opportunity to, to do the right thing and, and do it now. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that would be a, a brilliant place to have it. Yeah, and yeah, I it, think it would work. And no one can complain. It is completely neutral for everyone. Exactly, exactly. And I do like the idea of it being a, um, I guess it would be a twilight grand final, maybe not an afternoon, but a twilight one. And uh, how many references could they get into the Fremantle doctor? doctor? Oh, the Fremantle doctor. Oh. Yeah. And the good thing is because it will be over there and it's going to appeal to, you know, the Eastern Seaboard times, it means mm-hmm. that playing the grand final over there is um, very appealing for fans who want to take their kids along. Yeah, that's very you're not, true. You're not stuck there till 10 or 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday night trying to get home and get your kids ready for school the next day. Yeah, yeah. You're home at, what, 8 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think that gets overlooked so many times. We've talked about this, and the how late a lot of these games kick off, even like Thursday and Friday night football. You know, on a Thursday night, you don't want to be leaving, just getting up to leave the game at 10 p.m. It's ridiculous. Mm. That's why they're not getting any crowds. That's right. Okay, next one. We've got a problem here because now now you start to move away from, you know, the obvious choices, I think, and you start to move into logistical issues and time zones and things like that. So the first one, Eden Park in Auckland. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay, so you've got a decent-sized stadium, even though I don't like Eden Park in Auckland. I think it's overrated. Um, you've got the time issue. So for an 8 p.m. kickoff, you can't really do that anymore. But if it's over there, you would you'd probably have to kick it off at about 6 p.m. I reckon Channel 9 had at least wanted at 7 p.m., which means it's a 9 p.m. kickoff local time in Auckland, which is a little bit off, you know, yeah, for the that's locals. Getting, that's getting ridiculous there. Yeah. So, and now, but here's the thing. Like, New Zealand would go crazy having an NRL grand final 
over there. They would love it. You could make it a, a whole week of just promoting the game. You could send other clubs to different parts of like New Zealand and do, you know, sign up to rugby league clubs in your local area. Just make it just this giant push to get people playing rugby league in New Zealand. Um, it would be fantastic for the game in that sense. I think that they would probably pay, pay a decent amount of money for it to happen. You'd probably get different companies and stuff on board that would love to make it happen as well. So, but it is a little bit of a, you know, now you're starting to get into issues with time zones and stuff. So it's not straightforward, but it could be done. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, the, the idea of having it over there as, as a promotional tool to help try and grow the game of rugby league is a brilliant one. And mm-hmm. one, I'm, one I'm personally absolutely keen for because that's what these big events should be for is promoting the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just wondering, I guess, as you said, the logistics of it. Um, fans who want to go and watch. I suppose it's not it's no real different to having the game in Perth, to be honest. It's it's a similar travel time. Well it's it's actually less. I think it's only oh, about go. two hours flight from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, it could work. But I like yeah. you, I'm not, for some reason, something about Eden Park just doesn't sit well with me. I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, it's, it's the venue itself. Something about yeah. it just doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit, it's like, um, I don't know, it, it's hard to explain really. It just doesn't seem like it's a great place to watch footy. I think the best way to explain it would be to use the word meh. Yeah, yeah, pretty it's just, much. It's just a bit meh. I can't imagine anyone goes there. It's it's not like Suncorp Stadium where you go there and you're like, this place is amazing. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a seat. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. I had a chair. Yeah. Okay, the next one on the list, right? Mm-hmm. It's left field. People need to just hold on to their earphones or whatever they listen through. Wembley Stadium in London. Now we're going. Now we're going to the other side of the planet. And you've got all sorts of issues with it. It's going to have to be played like on their morning. But, man, that would be cool. I think uh, think it would be a great idea. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I think the fans in England would flock to it. Yeah, the two premier teams in the NRL are going to be here to play. And, you know, fuck it, why not take a few other teams over there and they can play play some games in the days before the grand final against the English teams? Yeah, I'd be Make up for a that. massive carnival of it. Mm. I think phenomenal. it would sell out. I think it, you would be able to, you know, promote the game, obviously, fantastically. Um, it would probably open a few doors in terms of sponsorship deals for the NRL. Um, the only Possib- problem that you've possibly got Possibly even the RFL. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The only problem that you have is the kickoff times. Mm. And so they'd have to play on the... Like, kickoff time over there might be... Let me think. Oh, man, I'd have to reverse engineer that. So let me have a look. So... Oh, they might have to kick off at like 10 a.m. over there or something stupid like that. 
<laughs> so that's an issue. No, um, look, I don't know that it would be though, because I think I think watching a grand final in in the daytime would mm-hmm. be brilliant. It would be cool, and they've they've had games in England that have kicked off. I think they've had like kickoffs at midday and stuff like that. Yeah, so it'd have um, to start over there. I think doing the numbers correctly, I think it'd have to kick off at eleven a.m. for an eight p.m. start here. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. And you could have something like, say, all of the lower grades on Grand Final Day. They might play all the lower grade games at Parramatta Stadium. So you've got the content from Australia and then you cross to uh, Wembley Stadium for the for the main game, for the NRL Grand Final. Um, you know what would be awesome? And, yeah. Is you, you do that and then everyone can stay in the stadium and watch the Grand Final live on the big screen at Parramatta. That would be, that would be awesome. That would be so cool. Half and time like, you could have make some... the tickets five bucks each. Yeah, and at halftime you could have this. You could have a fucking music act in the in the middle. Yeah, it could be a massive thing. Get get some mob like bloody Metallica or something like that in there. Make a That's massive a massive music event of it in the middle there at halftime. Yeah, because I mean the because the game and I I do I think it'd sell out at Wembley. So anything that you get at Parramatta Stadium is just a bonus. So just five dollar tickets. Promote it that any the like for the teams that for the supporters of the teams that made the grand final come down watch it on the big screens, um yeah you could make a real thing of it that'd be very very cool actually, um yeah. I like that idea. That, that's... I think I think we just moved it above Eden Park, hey? Absolutely, we have. And the other thing is, it would be so exciting. It would be super exciting for the game. Like, it would oh, feel yeah. like something that Rugby League would have done in the early 90s when it used to try things and, and it was really rude about what it would do to expand and, and just take on the world. Yeah, without any fear. Like, let's yeah, just have a crack yeah. at something, see how it goes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, Wembley Stadium would be very good. Last on the list, right? Yeah. We, we're going for some nostalgia here. Oddsville Stadium. We're going to break the <laughs> world record at Oddsville Stadium. <laughs> we're, we're going to have them hanging from the chandeliers. We're going to have, like, when people are going to be saying, like, oh, yeah, I was there, and there was, seriously, there was 140,000 people there. They just couldn't count them all. That <laughs> We've got to do it. I think that maybe this is the number one option, to be honest with you. How are they going to How the hell are they gonna get 140,000 <laughs> Bradford? It's it's just I don't know that even that many people live in Bradford, right? But I swear I was there and there was like two hundred and seventy thousand people there that day. It was just ridiculous. Oh my god, that would be brilliant. Yeah, just old. Imagine that. You know that old photo of uh, mm. Otzel. Yeah, imagine that. But it's in the exact same. But it's like a modern day picture, and you got people sitting on top of roofs and stuff. And it's just chaos. It's absolute chaos. That would be insane. It would be, yeah. So that's where I expect Penrith to win their grand final in the year that it happens on Oddsville Stadium. 
That'd be Are you with me? Are you I'm, with me? I'm, I'm coming along with you. Look, I tell you what. Yeah. I was gonna um, suggest one more. Okay. The world's biggest stadium. All right. Isn't that in Brazil? I don't know. Where is it? I've I've I typed into Google the world's biggest stadium. Yeah. Let's come up with the Rangrado Mayday Stadium in North Korea. It's one hundred and fourteen thousand. Oh. Oh, you know what? No, I think, okay, so I know the one you're talking about, right? I think the one I'm talking about was recently closed, and I'm pretty sure it was a state, and I feel like I'm right about this. I think it was a stadium in Brazil, and it had like 230,000 was the capacity. That's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I can't, I don't know what it's called. Hang on, let me look this up. Because I should have done some research. Um, biggest stadium ever okay biggest stadium ever you just can't say stadium yeah it says that it's the north korean one 20 biggest stadiums currently ranked what is the biggest stadium yeah there's one in there was one in prague which held two Oh, it might have been that one and the maracana stadium in rio de janeiro had two hundred thousand. Okay, all right. That, that's the one that closed down in 2009. Okay, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of, that one. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, what the... Like, I don't even know how that works. I tell you what, this is going to be great for the uh, for the, the episode description if we're sitting here suggesting that the NRL Grand Final should be played in North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I would like to welcome our friends and compatriots from the uh, People's Republic of North Korea, I believe it's called. Yes. And, uh, yeah. We're, we're with you. We will back you all the way. Yeah. NRL Grand Final, Pyongyang, 2022, whatever it is. I've got to say, it, it, I'm looking at the stadium now. It's uh, not a bad-looking stadium. No, it is a good-looking ground. Yeah. Like, it's and not a, obviously not a rectangle stadium, but, you know, they've got a field there in the middle. You could play some footy on that. Yeah, well, look, you could probably get Trent Barrett to bring along some chairs and they could put them around the racing track out the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if Trent Barrett brought his chairs along, I mean, that's another 30,000 added to the capacity. There you go. We're looking at 144,000. Beat that AFL. Yeah, exactly. How good would that be? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's massive. I tell you what, it's 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 blown away the concept I had of of revisiting some of the older venues that used to be used. Which there was only really two, which we haven't discussed yet, and that's the uh, agricultural showground. Yeah, <laughs> that would um, be interesting. And the other one was the the Sydney Sports Ground, which then became the Sydney Football Stadium, which is currently not being around maybe they could just play on the work site yeah just put down some artificial turf or something and you know put some temporary stands in that'd yeah. be fantastic get get the grand final sponsored by bunnings yep right and just say right come to the bunnings grand final bring your chair and get one of those little ten dollar fold out ones or whatever they are and you know as you're walking through the gates five bucks get yourself a sausage singer and a can of soft drink Go and park your ass and watch a bit of footy. Maybe we could go like 
<laughs> remember the Barcelona Olympics where they lit a torch with an arrow? Yes. And they, 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 like, maybe we could do that, right? But because it's the Bunnings Grand Final and there's all of these seats from Bunnings, we just, like, light Trent Barrett's hair on fire and just shoot him into a cauldron. <laughs> See, yeah, that that would be the new eternal flame because he's got that much product in his hair. It wouldn't go I out. I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that in the Olympics. That would have been great. I, I always said that the Olympic flame should have been lit by Don Bradman, hey? Well, I... I, I... I don't. I didn't really care who who lit the thing. To be honest, so I thought. I was, the, I, I was kind of hoping that, that um, you know, Arthur Beetson should have lit it in my eyes. That would have been cool, eh? Absolutely. Be arty. I don't What's know if Artie was a smoker, but I like uh, maybe Tommy. Tommy Rodonigas oh. could have just lit a cigarette and just flicked it into the thing, and it goes <laughs> up. That'd be great. <laughs> and just yell out, "Cattle dog!" Yeah, yeah, that would have been brilliant. And just walk walk off that that plinth thing that they were on with the water thing there, and just start slapping people in the face. Yeah, that was a cool idea. That whole water thing, but when the uh, when the machine broke halfway through, man, it wasn't <laughs> good. Sort of ruined the whole effect. Yeah, you could <laughs> you could actually hear if you listen closely enough. Um, Twenty five thousand officials shitting themselves in unison. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you What's just know noise? someone's saying, watch this, watch this. Oh, I see. See what I mean? Uh, any minute now. Any minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that noise? Must have been a malfunction. <laughs> I would have loved for, like, they wait, like, 20 seconds, and then some guy comes out with an old-fashioned, like, jack out of the back of a Tirana and just starts jacking that thing up next to Kathy Freeman. That would have been fantastic. That would have been so Australian. <laughs> I always thought what they should have had was not a cauldron thing like that there, but just a barbecue that just malfunctions. <laughs> but there's just an Aussie Aussie bloke in an apron with the tits on it, and he just sits there going, the flames come everywhere, and he just goes, eh, fuck it, just keep cooking the snags over it anyway. And then See, just yells out over a microphone, who wanted one well done? Yeah, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> I think they should have gone to the professionals, which is all of the people that sit on top of Mount Panorama when Bathurst is on, just gone to them and said, how would you light something up? And they'd be like, what type of car? What type of water are you lighting on fire? <laughs> you know? And you just get a bunch of those hooligans up there just doing burnouts and stuff, and then they overturn an old Ford and set it on fire. Well, that would have been great. That that should have been the two hours of opening ceremony right there. It's just people in Fords and Holdens doing doughies in the middle of the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we have people doing doughies? Like that would have been great. Yeah, they could have, they could have done um, like long burnouts down the hundred meter sprint sprint track. Yeah, that could have been. That, they could have created the lines on the track with burnout skid marks all the way down it. Yeah. Why like were we doing a circus? Why were we not consulted? I don't know because our we would have made the opening ceremony a billion times more interesting, a billion times more Australian than you know, yeah people riding around on bikes with inflated animals on their backs. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? Just let hundred thousand real kangaroos out into the middle of the stadium. Yeah, like fucking, that would have been fucking epic. There's fucking kangaroos everywhere in the bush. Yeah, 
it'd be easy to round up, you know, about 20 or 30,000, just chuck them in the middle of the stadium there. Exactly. Then Rome Rob instead we end up with something that looked like a bunch of kangaroos trying to rape people on the backs of bikes. It just looked weird. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. It looked horrible. Yeah. Uh, kangaroos else? don't have wheels. Who fucking thought that was going to make sense? It's stupid. I know. Yeah. So we've got people doing donuts, right? We've we've shot Trent Barrett into a cauldron, and uh, we, we've we've got like a hundred thousand real kangaroos just bounding along the surface. Anything else? Um, oh, you probably need you need some bloke with a twenty two shooting them. <laughs> See, that'd be it. That'd be entertaining for the for the spectators from other countries. But what about Mother Nature? And, and then, after they've been shot, you could then get them cut up and then just cook them over the cauldron fire and then you should have kangaroo steaks to everyone. Yeah. That you would don't be, get that more would, Aussie than that. That would be really good. It takes like some that. chewing, but yeah, that'd work. Yeah. I've never had kangaroo, hey? It, it's not too bad. It's a bit chewy, though. Yeah. Just got to tenderize it for a while. Yeah, the best way to tenderize it is to put it underneath the, the rear wheel of your, your Ford there and just do a few donuts on it for a while. That'll <laughs> soften it up a bit. It'll half cook it too. Yeah, I bet it would. <laughs> and you could have some crocodile as well. Have you ever had crocodile? I haven't had crocodile. I was going to have some when I was up in Queensland, but it was so expensive because we're at a crocodile farm and obviously they're trying to you know, get all the tourists eat crocodile, and I was not going to pay like twenty five bucks for a crocodile buddy sandwich or something. So I haven't had crocodile yet. Ah, okay, yeah, I had it once. I've heard I... that it tastes a bit fishy. Yeah, it is a bit. It wasn't really that pleasant. Nah, now nah, see, yeah. like carnivores normally taste like shit because they eat. Like he, they eat things, and it's you know it's part of them, you know. So, and and especially something like a crocodile, you can imagine all the rotten filth that a crocodile eats. Yeah. Uh, did you see the thing about the crocodile today that they killed up in? I think it was Queensland, where th- it was like they found a dead crocodile. It, yeah, they'd found a dead one. They didn't kill it. They opened up its stomach, and they found one of the um, metal rods that people get put in their legs or their arms and stuff. <laughs> and so they were like, they said that the uh, acid in the crocodile's stomach had worn off the um, numbers on it, but they gave it to the police, and they're going to try and track down who it was, and they think it this crocodile probably ate someone that had had that surgery. So, yeah. Phenomenal. Mm, I love being Australian. So what we've learned here is that... Um... Humans eat vegetarians. Yeah, pretty much if you think about it. Like how often you think of how many things you eat that aren't vegetarian. Like, I mean, chicken, obviously. Chickens will eat absolutely anything. They're uh, mad. What else? Pigs, Pigs will eat anything. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. We've... um. We've managed to transcend into talking about eating animals again. Yeah, you know what it is? I take full responsibility. I'm a weirdo. I'm sorry. But the thing is, I entertain it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go down these rabbit holes because I will talk about eating a rabbit. I've eaten rabbit before. I I don't think I have eaten rabbit, hey? It's just just stringy chicken is all it is. 
Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. I grew up in the country. That's why I've eaten so many animals. Yeah. You're you you're just a slaughter of mother nature. Exactly. <laughs> See, it's not unnatural because nature gave me the um the wherewithal to know how to kill other animals before they kill me. And I'm, because I'm an animal, I get hungry, so I've got to eat something. And if it's that or salad, then sorry, animals. Exactly. You just taste, you just taste better. Exactly. If, if we weren't meant to eat animals, they wouldn't be so tasty. Oh. Exactly right. If we weren't meant to eat animals, they wouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got, to, we've got to find someone that we can bring on that's been attacked by like a bear or a mountain lion or a tiger or like a something like that. That'd be so cool to interview them. Otherwise, I have to talk about my time I got attacked by my Bengal cat. Yeah, you shouldn't have got a Bengal cat. What the <laughs> hell were you thinking? Uh, the thing's crazy. <laughs> I love that mad animal. I love yeah. it as much as I hate it. <laughs> Oh jeez! It thinks it's a lion, but it's built like a built like a cat. Yeah, I love the ego on the thing, and it's immensely passive aggressive. Well, the brilliant thing about it is if if you just could ups upscale it, say you upscaled it times four, straight away it'd just turn around and kill you. Yeah, yeah it would. Because like, that's the time... weird thing about cats. Because there's those times it looks at me when I haven't fed it, and it's like five minutes after it's due its feed. It will look at me as if to say, if I was bigger, I'd be taking you down by the neck hole. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. Instead, it's just going to look at me and go, wow. <laughs> I look at it and say, shut up. I fed you last week. What do you want food now for? Very aggressive cat. Yeah. Well, That's right. This has been an amazing episode. It has been. I think we talked about something football related earlier. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty good, that part. That was a while ago. Anyway, (laughs) um, thanks for tuning in in July, everyone. And there's a shed load more content coming up in August. You can be sure of that. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you all in August. All right, catch you tomorrow then.